Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron The Scale. We're grateful just to be with you guys on our real, raw, relational, and sometimes irreverent podcast here at Cedar Point Church, which uh, we are Cedar Point Church's fastest growing podcast, and we're just grateful um, that you guys are uh, back here to hang out with us. So um, last week, uh, we celebrated one year, so what a... What a milestone yeah. in, in entertainment history as we had one year <laughs> of uh, just uh, us rambling on here into nonsensical things about recovery and about life um, and about the Catholic Church. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, trying to offend as many of our listeners as we could. That's a that's a solid strategy right yeah, there. It is. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe going forward ball. we should. Uh, that's a, what is that? That's a that's a that's a good strategy, Cotton. Yeah, let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> yeah, let's see how. Um, <laughs> they're <doing a> forfeit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe this next year we'll try to be more endearing to our listeners. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but uh, check us out on the social media. Yeah. You can blast us there. Um, you know, if you follow us, the great thing about that is you can tag us in stuff. I think I think that's how it works. But Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You sound you like know. such an old person. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think it's called tagging. That's what yeah. the kids are doing these days. I honestly have no idea. Here's what I learned. I learned that all the things that we grew up with is now considered oldies, like music and everything. So, Dude, I'll tell you, last mm-hmm. night, so... You know you're getting old when the youth is having a yeah. at 90s night. Yeah. That's what they did yesterday. Yeah. But you know I was embarrassed for these kids because they think that dressing up in the 90s is jeans and a Nirvana shirt. Yeah. I was like, there was like I saw five Nirvana shirts last night because I was at the thing. Yeah, my daughter was, was like, one of them. Yeah, like you need to have a tie. As a that's parent, it's not, not true 90s. Yeah, it was. was you have to you have to pair flannel <clears throat> with the Nirvana shirt at least. Well, I had her throw a long sleeve thermal on underneath it. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. 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 And the Nirvana shirt was just like, I didn't want to spend money on another shirt. Yeah. And she had that already. Well, yeah. I mean, you just you just can't, <clears throat> you know, it's just like Halloween. It's like you can't just go buy a mask of whoever and then just that. And that's you're like, well, I'm I'm so, in, you know, I'm whoever, you know, the mask is. like. So you know, it's you funny. I have a whole costume. I like, went and got her some Dickies. Yeah. Um, you know, because, yeah. you know, I was a skater, and so, you know, it's like, I'm just going to dress like a skater. That's what I remember. Yeah. And so I got her the dickies, and she's like, Dad, the, these shorts are so long. I feel like <laughs> I feel like their pants missing part of the pant. Like, You're like, you yes. Know, that's, how we, that's how we wore them, below the knees. Yes. Like, if, if it was above the knee, it, you know, you just, I might use the word, but, you know, you felt a little, a little flamboyant. <laughs> and so now all the kids, like, my one of my sons has shorts like halfway up his thigh. I'm like, you would have got bullied so yeah. hardcore. Yeah. What is this, the 70s? Yeah, <laughs> right? It's all coming back. Yeah. He's like, I need shorter shorts to run in, Dad. No. No. No, things are going to be hanging out the bottom if they get any right. shorter than that. <laughs> anyway. Bunch of weirdos. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're old now. I don't know what to think about that. but Yeah. Um, yeah well, the 90s was 30 years ago. Yeah, no, that's bull crap. <laughs> Freaking bull crap. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, we're... Uh, oh, we got a rant out yeah, of there. Well, one of them. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're kicking off um, year two, even though it's, you know, season two, you know, we're... Uh, but uh, this is uh, officially, you know, episode 53. Uh, how cool is that for us? But uh, <clears throat> we're going to talk about um, getting to know yourself. Um and uh, as funny as uh, Caleb was doing this, I was uh, thinking of the show. You're probably not a fan of Jim Carrey. Um, it's uh, are you kind of? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. Um, he hates Will Ferrell, so I don't know thing well, about this, that. Well, those are two. That's apples and oranges. <laughs> I mean, the- but uh, his, uh, the, the movie, Me, Myself, and Irene. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about the whole time. So we're just like, uh, 
<laughs> Brian notes for this. I mean, it has nothing to do with this at all, but okay. It kind of does. <laughs> your, your associations are really weird. Well, you know. I've That's got, what drugs will do to you. Yeah, I was going to say, I have significant brain damage, <laughs> I have no doubt, you know. Anytime I do something stupid, I just remind people, at one time I smoked crack. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, why don't you introduce the topic? Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> so we're going to talk about our personalities today, which uh, Aaron and I obviously have ours <laughs> that, uh, you know, are, can be somewhat grating. But, um, you know, the, we're going to talk about how this relates to recovery is that, um, you know, our personality is somewhat, there's, there's somewhat of, of a, oh, I don't know, some, you know, kind of an ingrained or a DNA kind of a component where this is kind of who we are. Like, you know, I'm six foot three. And so part of living that life means I have to kind of, you know, duck sometimes where other people don't. And that's just kind of my nature and who I am as a person. And, and so our personality is somewhat that way is that some, our personality is somewhat kind of ingrained into us. And, and so that means we're going to react and behave and do certain things a certain way. Now, it doesn't mean that we're a slave to our personality, and we'll talk about that later, but but knowing yourself and knowing how you behave and how you respond, you can kind of deflect maybe some of the negative aspects of your personality and and not just react to them. And so, you know, if you're more of an emotional type person, you you know, instead of going, you know, encountering a, a negative experience, instead of um, going, well, I need to drink some beer to make myself feel better right now, you can just kind of be like, well, this is just my personality coming out. And, you know, if I just wait a minute or if I engage in this other activity that I know jives with my personality, then, you know, I don't have to maybe do something that's, that's destructive, a destructive uh, behavior um, in order to make myself feel better. So understanding our personality helps us know ourselves better, helps us know how to react, know, helps us know how to deal with things, um, helps us know where areas in which we, weak, we, we are weak and we, um, maybe, like I said, react maybe negatively um, instead of just going with the flow we kind of have a better idea of how to deal with those things. And so what is personality? And then the, the, the Google definition is the combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's distinctive character. So like I said, that's, you know, this is just kind of who, you know, how we respond to people, how we interact with other people, how we respond to events, you know, our sense of humor, our, um, uh, what we find interesting, um, uh, how we, uh, it just kind of interacted with the world, basically, is that's our personality. Yeah, and part of it, too, I mean, I mean, it does uh, speak to what motivates us in certain things as far as behavior. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, man, it's, it's incredibly interesting as, as you get into it um, to really, to know, know who you are, right? To know um, just how God... God set you up in a lot of ways and you know there's outside things that kind of help shape who we are to some degree but um and it really um in a lot of ways it's a picture of just you know God um is, he's made us all so incredibly unique and um just really you know put his, his fingerprint in our lives and, and it comes out um in in these characteristics and, and qualities about who we are um but it's uh, it is important to understand um to understand your personality and one of the reasons uh, that I kind of go back to um, again I just said it is uh, it kind of 
we can see what motivates us towards things. Um, you know, like I have certain personality types, is, is you look at them in the broad scale, and we'll get into those here in just a little bit. Um, me personally, these personality types are um, predisposed to addiction more than others. Mm. Um, so case studies have shown um, they uh, – Believe it or not, uh, my personality types um, tend to, to lean towards the defiance of authority. You know, I might be surprised at people. Uh, <laughs> no, only people that don't know you. Yeah, only people. Um, so I haven't talked like, to you for like five minutes. Yeah, like there's like, so there's like all these things and it's, it's you know, just uh, to me that was so eye-opening. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, um, I'm not necessarily, um, you know, broken or, or a terrible person. Um this is, you know, part of these core characteristics that I have, but they're unhealthy. And it, when they're unhealthy, um, it defaults to these destructive patterns and um, this destructive nature that's um, kind of, you know, going through. And so um, helping, um, understanding those helped me to understand kind of what I needed to do um, and what I needed to watch for um, going through life and things to keep an eye on. Even today, it's like I, I know that I approach certain things like if I'm. If I'm angry, I, I keep it in the back of my mind. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to dominate this. That's gonna, gonna be my default, and I can't do that. That's not that's not godly. Um, that's not respectful to the people around me. I can't I can't leverage and manipulate here, um, which is my default in you know this type of setting. And so, just having that awareness to to steer clear of that. Um, I mean, so how. <laughs> What a game changer <laughs> that was, and and how much it helped me to to grow um, and have healthy relationships. Where you know before I had abusive relationships, where I was an abuser to a lot of people, and um, and just uh, you know things things were different, and now they get to be better. Yeah, you know another thing, um, the the flip side of knowing your personality is not only is it um, going to help you navigate some some like the negative situations that you in it, that you're going to encounter, and that you know you go, um, okay, this is just my personality coming out, and you know I don't I don't have to be this way, or I don't have to react this way. It's also going to help you become uh, more successful, you know, and that's um, because sometimes a lot of, you'll find people that um, sit there and hide it kind of shoehorn themselves into a position or a job or an occupation um, that that goes against their personality and it's because that's what their parents wanted them to do or they feel you know peer pressure or you know they this is what um, society says you should do and uh, and it, it just it's against everything about who you are as a person and so you just hate life you know and you don't want to succeed you don't you don't have a drive to succeed or you're not interested in that field of whatever and um you know and so knowing your personality knowing knowing what what drives you and what fuels you and motivates you will help you pick a you know like I said a career or hobbies or things that you're gonna you know it's gonna push you help weed out you know different options that you could choose from that are to you know help you pick the ones that are going to help you um that you're going to find more interesting that you're going to be more motivated to stick with right so like you know me i i've done um sales before as you can imagine i hated it (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i don't want to schmooze people i don't really care about how they feel or making them feel good or any of that kind of stuff or having to talk to them like (laughs) you know i mean that's just not my personality and it was like man i i hate every minute of this and so this isn't a good long-term career choice for me um you know i need to do something where i'm sitting behind a computer (laughs) or you know thinking about something 
Well, you know, I go back to, you know, for, for us personally, and if you're a part of our church and, and ministry, um, the way that you can see this played out um, is with our, our leadership team. Um, you know, there's four of us that, that lead this particular ministry. Um, we, we lead it well. We lead it together. Um, and a lot of that has to um, comes down to the fact that all four of us have a really good idea of who we are and who yeah. each other are and, and how we function. Um, you know, I, I can be peopled to death and it does not wear me out caleb cannot be people to death no. um he would yes, he end up shooting people up here or something <laughs> you know um so you know people function in in roles because it plays to their strengths not their weaknesses um i'm not going to attempt to organize anything um because it's not going to happen one everybody's going to be angry it's not going to work uh, you know yeah. so we we look at i mean these this is who um this is who god created me me to be this is how i'm gifted this is how outside influences shaped and molded me over the years and and this is how i function in a healthy role whatever that may be so i'm going to function in that the best of my ability um and when you have people who come together and do that um the success rate goes way up right um where you look at what we've done and we've talked about it before i mean god's done incredible work through this and you know our, our numbers at a place that's um just unfounded in a lot of ways i mean especially when you look at the size of our community and church mm -hmm. and all of this shouldn't take place but if either if if any one of us tried to do that on our own that, that wouldn't work right. um, none of us could do that um as as a single person at the helm um it would be it would it'd be failing in some area um you know i can be as charismatic and and all these things um to the you know 10th degree but without you know the structure and um quite frankly people keeping me in line at times because i go off the rails on stuff that <laughs> yeah. you know somebody one of us has to be the grown-up in the room right i mean and it's not me um you know because just all of these things you know well, well nobody's gonna show up to that i mean right. unless it's to like point and laugh <laughs> like what are you doing here um but you know if you i mean so however you look at that i mean so um this kind of plays to the importance of, I mean, this, it brings, it can bring about wild success, um, in areas when you really have this understanding. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And I mean, on the flip side of it, so I, you know, I, I was in charge of, uh, kind of solely in charge of recovery for, before Aaron came on. And, you know, the flip side of it is like, I can, I can have a really good structure, um, you know, good, good leadership, you know, cast vision and that kind of thing. But if people in, a, especially in a ministry setting, if they're showing up, they're like, I think he cares about us, <laughs> which I do. I'm just, but part of my personality is I'm just, I'm just not very good at expressing that, you know, and, and showing that, um, you know, my, my, my care for people and things and, and is comes through my, my planning and structure and wanting my ministry to, to succeed. And, you know, for people in, in especially recovery ministry who are more, typically more emotional, emotional driven people they don't see that they don't yeah. see the care put into details and, and systems to make things succeed that i do you know it's like I, I worked really hard on this and i tried to make you know all the you know dot all the i's and cross all the t's to, because I, I really care about that this thing succeeds and so you know that's how you know when aaron came on that that really helped us uh explode in growth because because he's going to connect with the people in, in our recovery ministry way better than i would on an emotional level and so so yeah we absolutely complement each other and so yeah that definitely you know if you're in a place of leadership finding knowing yourself your personality and where you're strong and where you're weak and then then filling in those gaps with other people 
who have strengths and your weaknesses mean that you're going to see incredible payoffs. So, so that'll lead us to how do we learn about our personality? Like what, what drives us and what um, motivates us and where are we, where are we weak? Um, so a couple of places that you can, there's a couple of different ways that, uh, and that are pretty popular and have been time tested. And, um, the first one is, uh, called Myers Briggs, the Myers Briggs test. You probably heard that. And the website I would tell you uh, to go check out is 16, it's actual, the actual number, 16, and then personalities.com. So 16personalities.com. And that's the, the 16 different types of Meyer Briggs um, personalities that are out there. Anyway, it's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, in-depth test. I think it's like 100 questions. And it'll give you, the Myers Briggs, you've probably heard them, um, you know, it's like the, the letters so I'm an INTJ is what I am and I'm not gonna even try to remember what all of those I, 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 just, is, I had to look mine up because I couldn't remember I is introverted <laughs> and then it's like N is neurotic but it's not neurotic like you think neurotic like you call your ex um, and I said like neurotic <laughs> yeah. um, and anyway um, and, and, and what it'll do in, in the, um, that website's really good in that the the description after you've answered the description for the type of personalities are, are really really detailed and they're really uh, really spot on. It's pretty it's pretty scary. Like how nailed down. Like if you were if you know me very well and you were to read the description of the INTJ on there, like you're like holy cow that that's Caleb. And I mean exactly. And um, in in the the initial readout thing they give you is free, and then they have like you know you can pay for. Uh, something that'll tell you more info or whatever but like the one that the free version is incredible as far as how much it gives you so it really is you know and like mine like i'm an estp so if you know both of us like his starts with an i introverted mine's yeah. mine's e extroverted um which you can you guys can see that it's like oh yeah like <laughs> i can uh, totally see how that plays out but this was one i mean it gave me um probably out of all the tests that i've taken over time it's been a while since i've taken this one and like caleb said one it was incredibly thorough um, yeah um it, it took a it took a few minutes um to sit down and go through it but the the results um and the information it gave you on the backside, um incredibly revealing um it even talks about um to some degree um what personality types you kind of drive with the yeah. most and you know relationships um those of you who you know maybe wonder why there's an element of failure in a relationship maybe you're unhealthy and you're attracted to personality types that <laughs> you know clash um so it really you know brought out brought a lot of healthy information yeah yeah um you know and the, and the thing is again it will tell you so like in the way um i've used it in the past is is uh you know, so like I said, mine's an I. I'm an introvert, and you know, and, and those all these all those letters kind of operate kind of on a spectrum there. And so, um, you know, you can be just borderline. You know, just kind of depending on the day you take it, you may be an I, and then the next, you know, another day you might be an E because you're just you really just kind of are in between. I'm not. I'm not like it's not even close. I'm I'm way, I'm way on the I side. So in you know in growing up. Um, you know, uh, introverted meant you were shy. Well, I'm not shy. I just don't introversion. What it actually means is like, you just, you, um, dealing with people is, is, is an energy expending activity, you know? And so, um, back, like I said, when I was, uh, um, leading recovery by myself, 
I would I would play play guitar for worship and then sit down and then get back up and then I would pre speak the message and then um, you know talk to everybody or whatever afterwards and at the end of at when I got home um, this is something that's very common with introverts is you have to what we call decompress I, mean, I couldn't go to sleep I had to just sit I just sit and you know put something hopefully you know luckily like the best smoking time was, yeah <laughs> smoking jay um it was medicinal um it probably well it definitely would be considered medicinal now but um you know like if football or if sports was on that was like perfect you know so i could put something on tv that i don't have to think about and i just have to sit just sit and i said just kind of decompress like you just have to you know it's like after you know going for a run or something where you just have to sit down and just kind of rest for a minute because it was just it was exhausting for me in that just the interaction of people it's like it wasn't that i couldn't talk to people or whatever and then you know like and i also feel i don't feel the need and we all know these kind of these kind of people that i don't feel the need to make small talk so like i can I can make people very uncomfortable. Like I'll be doing stuff around the church, you know, maybe somebody's in in a room and I'm going in there to get something. I can go in there and get the thing and not say something to somebody. Like it doesn't bother me. I can even sit in there and be doing something and while they're in there doing something and not feel the need to talk to them because I don't need to talk to them. You know, I don't feel a need to do small talk. But part of me like I said, knowing this is like, okay, I go out of my way to make sure I do that because I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable because I know that could make people feel uncomfortable. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, somebody comes in and to get something and they don't say something to me, it doesn't bother me at all, yeah. you know? And so um, knowing in the position I am, even still being leadership in ministry, you know, I have to be very aware of, of going, okay, I, you know, if somebody comes in or I see somebody, I need to make sure I connect with them and say, you know, even though I don't really feel the need to do it <laughs> I need to go hey how's it going how's your day and all that kind of thing and so that's how that's how you know knowing your personality can help you is, is there anything else you want to add on that one no <clears throat> no okay so another one that is very popular this one you find a little bit more in the corporate world I think I is, think so is the disc the disc is the d-i-s-c and um this one is more kind of your um I'm trying to think. This is more of kind of your, I don't know, your style, like your, I don't know, interacting style. Yeah, I would say that's that's accurate um, because it's, uh, and here's how they differ. You know, like on the the 16 personalities, um, it's uh, very it's it's, 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 more it's narrowed. Yeah, it's and it's narrowed so like, more in its focus. And, yeah. Um, but like what Caleb said, it's kind of like your interaction because we're both D's on this. You know, yeah. you look at the others and we're opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. But um, this is kind of how we we operate um, and with a strong <laughs> with a strong D um, type of personality. And so the D I S C, um, it's more um, like yeah. how your interpersonal interactions go, right? Because like D yeah. is domineering. Yeah. So me and Aaron are, are both more likely to take control of. A conversation Whatever or a situation. You allow us to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you put limits on us, I'm going right. to find them. Yeah. And in, you know? in unhealthiness, it doesn't matter if you put limits on there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you want to push it, yeah, yeah, it's like, all right, let's, you know, you want to go, let's go. Yeah. And uh, now it's a challenge, you know. <laughs> it's it's and, and so that is, yeah, it's, so yeah, the disc is, is more focused kind of um, compared to the 60 personalities. Yeah, you're... Uh, and it's uh, it is interesting. I mean, just to kind of learn how people navigate on this and, and what they come across as, um, and for and I like that like corporate world. One of the ways that this is used is it 
it helps you to understand who you are. It helps you to understand who the people around you are, right? right. Um, so we, you know, here in the, in the church office, a lot of us, you see this actually a lot in the church world too, yeah. um, where somebody comes in and they decide everybody needs to know who everybody else is. And, and there's some help to that. Um, we'll talk about here in a little bit um, why it's also a, a negative. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it helps me to know um, that, that Caleb's a D, and then he's also a C, right? Yeah. DC. Um, well, Cs are typically more detail-oriented. Um, where I'm a DI, um, and I'm I'm not. Um, I'm more about influence and being upfront. So I'm a strong personality type, but um, you know, just uh, persuasion and, and influencing. The things that play to, you know, the fact that I like to be on a platform and be the center of attention. Um, well, with a with a C, again, they're they're more about details and, and task and um, and order, uh, structure, you know, all of those things. Well, that helps me to know because I suck at those things. So if I know somebody doesn't, um, well, what a what a good good bit of information to have. Um, but there's also, I mean, you can look at unhealthy C's. If it's a strong, like, C-first personality type, um, a lot of times that person struggles with um, recognizing a failure that they may have, like if they've missed the mark. And they'll do um, mental hurdles and gymnastics if they're a strong C that's in an unhealthy realm to avoid responsibility for that. Well, that helps me to know too, if I've got to address one and be like, hey, you know, you kind of missed the mark here. I know going into it, they're likely gonna, you know, backflip flip out of their seat to push it onto somebody else. Yeah. And I can just take that and be like, all right, I need to navigate this ahead of time. Yeah. Man, like hiccuping here. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's, um, like you said, this is why it is popular in the corporate world and the um, also in the church world is that um, you know, if you're a manager and you've, you're having, you know, how many workers underneath you and knowing their types of how they're going to handle interactions, um, you know, you, that's going to help you to, you know, make sure you're not putting the, the domineering types with the, uh, or two dom, maybe not put two domineering types together, or at least not two very strong domineering yeah. types who, who can't help that don't know how to, uh, moderate that. Um, but, but yeah, but I mean, and like Aaron said, you know, um, it it helps me. I know I know that's my you know I'm I'm very much that way is, is that I'm prone to to take over uh, you know because I, I I again especially as an I INTJ I get fed up with uh, nonsense like I said I don't like small talk and so if you I mean I'm a great person having a meeting if you want to get it done fast because <laughs> yeah. people are sitting there shooting the bull and I'm just like what are we doing are we gonna what's what are we doing here today what's the uh, are we doing yet what's on the what's the agenda. Okay, did we make a decision here? I mean, that's very much how I operate in a meeting. It's like, did we make a decision? What are we doing? Okay, are we done? Are we, have we finished the discussion? Let's move on. You know, and which is fine, like I said, in, in, that, in that kind of setting if we want to get it. But if I'm dealing with somebody who needs to kind of feel a little bit of validation or, you know, if, if I were to dominate too much in a conversation um, or, and they don't feel like they're getting valued, you've got to know that because you don't want to um, – just because I'm that way doesn't mean that's always the right way, and um, and I don't want to cause you know this person to feel to well to, to go you know leave the ministry or you know leave our ministry or you know it's not volunteer anymore or something like that. So you know you have to rein some of that stuff in. As a DI, I know that my way is the right way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and that's why I'm here, to help, <laughs> help him understand. And luckily for me, being a detailed person, <laughs> I can usually use all the extra information that Aaron is not familiar with to tell him why he's wrong. Yeah. So it helps. And it's funny, Caesar actually, you know, like I said, he's a DC, and that's one of the things, too. They use information and systems to, um, like, as a... As somebody who dominates, because you're a high C, they sometimes will take control through systems. Yes. Um, and it's like, all right, here I, we go. I absolutely I, do. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've built this. That's right. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm the person who has put the timer on our confidence monitor for our speakers to say, hey, yeah. here's how much time you have. And when that thing's – and I've, I've even color-coded it because yeah. that's who I am. So it's green, and then with 10 minutes left, it turns yellow, and then it turns red. It gets really then, pretty when I'm past my time. Yeah. My it starts to match the color of my face <laughs> when I'm back there and we're like ten minutes over and I'm just like oh shut up yeah, yeah. we gotta go <laughs> anyway so that is that's our person so that's uh so that's the disc and you can um, I don't have a website for you but you can Google it there's I there's took a ton I yeah. took one right before and it was I mean you know <laughs> usually you can get you can get a report and all it takes is an email just unsubscribe after you get it yeah. Um, and it can tell you about your... Any of these you can find for free. So. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the next one, Aaron's favorite. It's the witchcraft. The, the Enneagrams. Yeah. I'm trying to pronounce that with the E and the, the Enneagrams. Yeah. Enneagrams. Apparently this is a real popular thing. I'm not really into this. No, I actually just a, took the test right before we came on because I had no the idea. The 20-somethings, what generation are they? Gen Z? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is real popular with Gen Z women. Um, I was I was gonna say it, but I was like, yeah, well, I'm just gonna step into it. I've, they um, want offense. So the the young soccer moms right now, um, they all have their pentagrams. I mean, enneagram numbers. Um. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, it is it is interesting. And the thing that really just pisses me off about this one is because this one deviates just slightly. Um, where, you know, a D is more of a, per, you know, the DISC is a personality test. Um, the Myers-Briggs is a personality test. Enneagrams uh, focus heavily on, on motivation. Um, so, uh, but what people miss, um, a lot of the soccer moms out there, is they see a strong D personality must be an 8 on the Enneagram. If you look up the Enneagram, it's, it's 1 through 9. It's number system. Um, and... So, but that's that's not what it is because uh, the Enneagram speaks more to your core motivation than your outward projected personality. Um, so it's it's real. It can be real helpful um, to understand who who you are and who you're around. Um, so the reason this one bugs me again is because people don't understand um, they don't understand the purpose behind right. it, what it's doing, um, and so um, I know. Um, me on the Enneagram, I'm a seven. Um, as a seven, I'm motivated towards freedom. So um, now sometimes I'm a, a butthole because I want sometimes. freedom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because if I if I dominate and I'm in control, I'm free. Um, and, but people would look at me and be like, "Oh, you're an eight. No, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm a seven. I want freedom. Eights want something else, and, and I want. Um, I just I. I don't want to be told what to do, right? I, I want no boundaries in life. Um, and you can see how that could be wildly unhealthy very quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. But then you can learn too, like as a, as a seven, um, in high stress, I go to what's, what's called a one. 
ones are very detail-oriented systems control. They look an awful lot like a C on the, the DISC. And so anybody at my house will tell you that when dad's pissed off, um, it's why, there's, why is there clutter? Why is there a mess? Why is this like this? The funny thing is, any other day, I'm the one making the piles in the mess. <laughs> but in that high stress, then this is where I go. It's like, all right, everything needs to be this, that, and the other. Now, that can play well for me at work, you know, because if I put myself in a position to be stressed out, I actually become a detail person. That allows me to function in roles of, you know, like I help oversee our, our men's conference here. Well, as soon as the stress is on, I, I'm, I can build systems. I can, I can structure and order and organize um, because I'm stressed out. <laughs> yeah. um, so you can see how that can benefit you. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting. And you took one um, just a little bit ago, right? Yeah, and I think I've already forgot what it was. I think it was a five. Yeah, you were five. It was five, which was more um, logic or understanding. Yeah, logic, um, understanding. It's like investigative. Yeah. I can't remember. We should have brought a female on. They would have told us all yeah, about no this. Kidding. Yeah. Um, well, you know, so that is um, – I'm surprised. You know, talking, Listen, you talk about seven because – Freedom is a huge motivator for me. I don't like to be told what to do. Um, I like to, you know, do things that, that help me to be free. That is a huge motivator for me. Um, <clears throat> like free, I like to be free to, to do what I want with my time and, um, you know, my life and, and that kind of thing. But yeah, five. Like when it comes to, to things, um, definitely understanding. Um, I'm a, I'm a very irritating person to talk to sometimes because like. You need to you need to know what your what your position is if you want to convince me to go along with you, um, because I'm not going to unless you can make it make sense to me. So I don't I don't just blindly accept like, hey, we need to do this because you know whatever. And I'm like, well, why? What? Explain that to me. I mean, do you have anything to back that up? Do you you know, um, uh, you know if you're if you're just quoting. If you're ever talking politics with me and you're just talking about, well, I read this news story. Well, did you actually look at the the study they talked about, or did you, you know, how do you know that that's, you know, did they have any actual evidence? No. I mean, I'm like I said, I, I can be a very aggravating person to talk to, <laughs> at least at least trying to convince me. I mean, now I can't now. I mean, if you know your stuff, I'm not, you know, because I don't, then I'll I'll believe you. But that is, uh, I I I want to understand why, you know, I want to say why is this the way it is. Um, you know, is well. This is I'm I'm the guy that uh, again, if especially at church meetings, I'm, nobody likes me because um, well, this is the way we've always done that. That's a perfect way to get me to argue with you, because <laughs> um, you know that's a horrible. That, that's one of the worst reasons we do anything in the church world. Well, it's just the way we've always done it. Well, why? Well, I don't know. It's just we did that. We've been doing it for ten years. Well, okay, I don't care. I don't care. That's my that's my next rebuttal to that. Well, I don't care. Well, you know, everybody seems like I don't care. I mean, is there a better way to do it? Have we have we looked at a better way to do it? Have we ever tried anything different? I mean, like, <laughs> and I start peppering people with questions, um, which uh, you know that plays to my I and my my NTJ and my my D personality. Yeah, so I like this um, uh, core values of Enneagram fives: uh, freedom and autonomy are paramount. Yep. Um, and tend to have a little regard for social niceties. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then during times of uncertainty and confusion, um, hold a calm and steady mindset to analyze and figure out the best course of action. Um, above all, um, value independence, freedom, and understanding. Yeah. So, yeah, that's funny. That um, <laughs> So, um, 
So Monday, so you know, my job here at the church is like I'm music director. So my job is I'm, we play with tracks, and I and I run the the, the we have an iPad that plays the the background tracks, and um, my job is to make sure that that goes as well as can be expected. And um, sometimes our singers decide to go rogue and do something different, and um, so that happened Monday, where somebody started singing. I won't say who. She doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, she decided to start singing earlier than she was supposed to, and um, which puts you off because when you when you when you start playing a track, there's no I mean it's it's going to go you know there's no change in that necessarily in the moment, and uh, it was going to create an issue for us as if we kept going on this this best. So I just you know look over and and I and I do what I do to to make it to make it work right. And nobody noticed. Uh, other than the band, we all knew what would happen, but we came off the stage and everyone was like, man, we were all wondering what you're going to do. And, and somebody said that they're like, there's, you know, Caleb doesn't have a panic mode or something because yeah, I mean, it just, I mean, to me, it was just like, okay, what, what happened to the situation? I need to fix this. I need to fix it very fast. Um, now inside I had, I had a mild panic attack (laughs) (laughs) until I kind of thought through, okay, what can I do to fix this? Um, but it's just funny that you said that it's you know that in the moments of stress like this calmness which you know everybody else saw saw happen but yeah i mean that that's pretty accurate for yeah i know what so i'm a seven on mine i thought this was uh the core values flexibility happiness novelty um so seek eye-opening experiences and sensations so type sevens are um like one of the most uh, apt to become drug addicts like when you look at all the you know so you can kind of see like seeking that experience i mean it's kind of like a hippie mindset um yeah to the you know since um open-minded um paired with non-judgmental attitude um but what's uh, really like telling to me like when like so if i'm unhealthy an unhealthy seven uh, become when they become burnout are cynical um overly critical of seemingly illogical systems that surround them. Uh, minute issues with others become highly irritating and ev- everything suddenly becomes a nuisance. They become overwhelming narcissistic in their actions, presentation, um, and... Um, See, I was borderline, like, seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Illogical systems and... Yeah. <laughs> Irritate me, Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you can see how that's uh, important to understand. You know, with my my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter, um, she's fifteen. You know, so you know, a god awful teenager. Not dedicated. <laughs> I love my daughter, but um, so it was funny. She we had some issues with her recently, which is probably no surprise. You're a fifteen year old girl, right? Going to mm-hmm. be sixteen. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have issues, um, and it revolved around a boy. You know, oh wow, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, big surprise, big, a big surprise. Well, I mean, this this kid is such a little punk. Like, I can't stand him. I mean, he's this, that, and the other. And it's like, what are you doing here, honey? Like, you know, I'm trying to talk to my daughter. And I'm like, this kid is none of the things that's going to function well for you in any type of relationship. So you're infatuated. This isn't healthy. Um, well, we get down the road. I mean, she keeps pressing into this. She's lost stuff. She's been punished. And it's just like, what are you doing? And finally, I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, you ever just think that maybe the only thing that's motivating you right now is the fact that I said no? 
And she's like, uh, no, that's that's not the case. And I said, well, tell me one thing about him um, that you like. And she's like, uh, you know, stuff, you know. Type of <laughs> and I'm like, that's, whatever. Well, it just so happened that unrelated to anything that we were talking about her doing, the school had her start to look into personalities. They're doing some project, right? So all the kids in her class or whatever start looking at personality tests. Well, she comes home and she has no idea what my personality types are. And she starts with the Myers-Briggs and she says that. And I'm like, that's exactly what I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, yeah, and I, I did the DISC and I'm a DI. I said, I am too. And, you know, she gets down to all these things. And I said, so I was able to look at her like, we're, we're exactly the same. We fall on all of the things yeah. <laughs> exactly the same. And, you know, anybody who's been around me and her for any period of time can probably start to see that. Like, um, okay. And I said, you know, I told her, I said, listen, um, our personality types, um, one, in our unhealthiness, run away from any authority. Um, people try to tell us what to do, and we, you know, want to rebel and revolt against that. And I was able to, like, lay all these things out. Um, and I told her, you know, I said, when I, was, when I was your age, I was so unhealthy that I could be getting ready to take a step. And if somebody told me, hey, step right there, you know, I'd give them the middle finger and turn around. Like, yeah. you know, it could be the thing that I was motivated to do. But in my unhealthiness and that personality type, it's like, oh, yeah, nope, not going to happen now. And uh, I really, truly think it helped her to see. She's like, oh, okay. So, and then she began to look, you know, what's unhealthy, what are these things, um, and actually she found it interesting because I didn't tell her to do it. She found it interesting before. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. then I was able to just kind of come alongside it. <laughs> Had I told her to look into any of this, right. it wouldn't have worked. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, she, and she, so I was like, I went back to her and I'm like, so do you think that, that maybe your interest here is just that there was no? And then she looks at me and she's like, you know what, now I'm not so sure. <laughs> which I thought was a huge win it is, for it is. a 15 year old take what you can get yeah it's like yes that's so a now victory. you know what to do is you need to invite this young man over to your house for dinner and be like this is this young man right here is the exact kind of person I want you to have in your life this oh, is yeah, a future yeah. this is this is husband material yeah. and she'd be like forget that yeah, yeah. <laughs> she probably would yeah I so, think she I think she's finally off of the whole idea I think that's it's, good like, I'm glad we don't have to. I don't have to be a witness to a murder. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, again, it's just one of those things. And this comes too is like, where it's like, honey, look, look at his personality and yours. You know, yeah. like, this isn't gonna function. Like, this kid's a wussy. Like, my daughter is strong-willed. Like, yeah. you need you need somebody who you don't need a beta male. You need somebody to challenge you. <clears throat> yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, you need you need an alpha guy in your life that's going to stand up to you and have some backbone. Otherwise, you're going to walk all over him until he's a yeah. pulp, and then be like, my husband's not a man at all. Yeah, it's like yeah, because you just destroyed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's uh that's enneagrams for all you millennials and yeah. Gen Zers out there <laughs> yeah. that care about that stuff. Um, I mean, whatever. Yeah, like I don't know. I think so. I'm old, so I don't care about this new, newfangled personality yeah. stuff. I mean, like I said, I just took mine. So, like, literally right before we came on here, so I never knew what I was. But I guess I'm a five, um, for whatever that means. Um, the last one is uh, I'd recommend is called uh, UnderstandMyself.com. UnderstandMyself.com. Now that one goes kind of off. It's kind of a Myers Briggs. Um, uh, personality test it goes off uh, i think the five i think it's 
there's five, five big personality traits. But the real value in this one and why I included it is, is, is if you're married, I would highly encourage you to do this. Now this one costs, it's like 10 bucks or like if you do the married one, I mean if you, cause basically you're paying for two. Cause if you do the single ones, then they include the married one for free. You can share your, you can add um, the other person and then it'll generate, what it'll do is it'll generate a um, like couples report. And so it'll take your personality, it'll talk about how you are in one of these personality traits, what's your strengths and weaknesses. It'll talk about your partner's strengths and weaknesses. And then it'll tell you areas that you may complement each other, but then also areas in which you're going to struggle and how to best navigate those. And so there's, I mean, I mean it, it, it's, it's 20 bucks total for both of you. I think that's worth, you know, you know, helping your marriage out. Is it though? It, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I tell you what, 20 bucks is cheaper than a divorce. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, it produces like, it's like a 25, 20, 30 page report. Like it's pretty thorough. It's pretty stinking thorough. So you're not getting gypped on this deal. And like I said, you you go through it and it'll it'll compare and contrast both of y'all's kind of personalities. And like I said, tell give you advice and um, uh, on how to kind of navigate those things. Which if you've been married for any amount of time, you're gonna realize that you uh, you're gonna you're gonna uh, clash a little bit. Personality wise, <laughs> um, you know, because, well, just like you're talking about, you know, your daughter here, she is a very domineering type who is, for whatever reason, was attracted to a very not domineering type of boy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so that's so if, if, if you if you get into a relationship like that where you do have like some, in, you know, more often than not, it's the other way around. Right. The, the man is more of a domineering type. And then you kind of get the submissive uh, wife. Um, th that's that's not going to be a uh, recipe for a long lasting relationship because eventually, you know, the person who's just getting walked over all the time is going to have enough of that. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, and the person who's domineering, you know, I'm, I'm, we both talked about it before. We're both domineering, but I'm aware of that. And I, and I don't, I don't bring that into my marriage. I don't think se. either one of our wives no. bow down easily. Either. No. <laughs> no, and yeah. they don't. And but, you know, but I don't. I don't treat my wife like she's somebody to be dominated. Yeah. Um, because I understand. You know, this may be my personality, and and I, um, you know, if we go into a conflict, which I, we we, I don't hardly call them conflicts anymore. You know, we just have a miscommunication. We're like, okay, you know, I'm not going to go yelling at her or doing. It's like, what did we? Where's where's our where are we getting our wires crossed here? You know, we talk about it and figure out wh what's going on and try to take that personality part out of it because we both know how we are. She's more emotional. She, when we first got married, she was a lot more prone to want to go slam the door, you know, run off and slam the door because that's what she saw kind of modeled in her home growing up. And I'm like, what are you doing? We're not going to do this. We're going to talk through this. <laughs> you know, this isn't going to solve the problem. Um, let's talk through this and figure this thing out. And so, um, but yeah, going to this website and doing this this one, like I said, it, it'll help open up kind of some some dialogue between you two. If maybe that's been a, maybe you've been aware that <clears throat> your personalities are clashing, and doing something like this together would, like I said, open up that dialogue. And you say, "Hey, look, this is what somebody else said about us. Let's talk about it, and let's let's talk about maybe maybe we can work on this one piece for this this month or something." Um, you know, it's 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 just a good way to approach that from from a third party kind of standpoint no 
Um, but it's that's like I said, it's called understandmyself.com. So this focuses on personality types. Yeah, it is. It's a uh, like I said, it's more. It's kind of in the Meyer Briggs um, <clears throat> realm. It's just the five five big personality traits. Uh, it's I can't remember them all. It's <clears throat> like yeah, I don't know. Introversion versus extroversion. Uh, neuroticism versus and again neuroticism. Again, not like your ex. Neuroticism is kind of how how you handle when things uh, how how you obsess over kind of things. Um, I can't remember the other ones. Anyway. Yeah, there's one more that uh, I would throw on there, kind of with relationships and insights. It'd be the five love languages, which kind of oh, yeah. speak to That's personality. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, um, as far as relationships go, invest in taking that test. You can find yep. lots of free ones. There's an app that Love Caleb, Nudge. I was just looking Nudge. it up. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Caleb, I know um, what's cool about that. He turned Janelle and I onto it. It allowed us both to take this test together. The love languages. We can both see each other's profile. What speaks to us? Whether it's words of affirmation, physical touch, gift giving, um, quality time. Yeah, I could pull it up. I can't remember Maybe. the last one. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I went blank. I'm just I use this one all the time in uh, marriage counseling. It's, uh, uh, let's see. Physical touch, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. And receiving gifts. It's said that the one that I forgot is my, my wife's biggest one. <laughs> Not surprising. <laughs> that's that's to what I drew the blank on. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yep. Um, which is it's really important because it kind of lets you know who you are, like what what communicates love to you and to your significant other. Um, because if uh, like I'm a not a, a words of affirmation guy, and so therefore I typically don't communicate love that way. Mm-hmm. So if, you know my spouse, who is a big words of affirmation person. Um, needs that from me, so I have to be more intentional. I have to recognize my my failure, right, where where I'm not good, and step it up, um, and vice versa. So I would invest in that. Yeah, so. that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> that that app again is called Love Nudge. It's a uh, it's got a little purple heart thingy on it. So just FYI, Love Nudge. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that's that's the main ones that we were going to talk about. Now I want to close with um, now that we've talked about this is kind of. You know, your personality is kind of who you are. What I want to close with is that this doesn't mean that you have an excuse to be stupid. Yeah. All right. You know, we always come back to don't be stupid. Like yeah. that's that's rule number one or two on the uh, the Let's Talk Recovery podcast. Yeah. Is I think it's one and two. Stop being stupid. <laughs> and so, you know, we both gave examples about how um, knowing our personality, knowing our personality, we we in areas that it would have a negative effect. We've reined those things in, you know, like if I'm, if I'm having a conversation with somebody or I'm having to have an interaction with somebody who's more of an emotional person, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best, uh, you know, assuming I care about them. <laughs> if I don't, you know, then whatever. <laughs> but, um, uh, I, I'm going to not, I'm going to try my best not to be a cold, heartless, domineering jerk, you know, in that interaction, because, you know, I do value them. I don't want, I don't want to lose them. And I know that communicating and, and I cannot mean it in any sort of malicious way, but it'll sound that way. If I, if I deliver it the way, uh, I would want it delivered to me. You know, I just want somebody to tell me, Hey, you screwed up and you need to do this better. Okay. I can handle that. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. I say that to somebody who's more of an emotional person, they're going to start crying. You know, <laughs> why do you hate me? I was like, I didn't say that. I just, I just said you messed something up. You know, like, 
why does that, you know, why is that an assault on your character? I don't understand. But anyway, so, so just because this is the way you are doesn't mean you have to act that way all the time. And so if you're an emotional person and you just, you know, kind of ride the waves of whatever's going on in your life in the moment, you need to understand that that is understanding that your personality predisposes you to behave that way. It does not give you a blank check to go on acting that way. And so, you know, when you're like, oh, I feel so great. And then you're like, you know, something bad. I feel awful. I'm going to drink, you know, myself silly until I feel better. No, <laughs> no, that's where you go. Okay, this is just kind of my personality showing through the negative side of it. I need to do something. I need to find something. I need to engage in something that's constructive that will help me to feel better, but is not destructive to my you know personal well-being. Right. So I need to go for a walk. I need to go, you know, release some natural endorphins to make myself feel better, not snort a line of coke. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, so and like I said, you know, I again, I'm very very analytical, very logical. I can't just go in and and just disregard people's feelings all the time. And I can't just be like, and then when I've hurt their feelings, I'm like, well, that's just the way I am, you know, and then expect everybody to be okay with that. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. I wish it did, um, <laughs> but that's not how it works. Um, and so, so understand that your personality does not, you, we're not automatons, we're not robots. This isn't a program that that we have put into us that we just can't fight against or that we can't moderate in, in certain circumstances. And so, because I've seen people do that, and I've, I've had a tendency to do that. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll lean on the fact that I'm very introverted and be like, well, that's just the way I am. I don't have to be that way, you know. I want to get better on, on certain situations, and there's certain situations I can continue to improve on as far as how I interact with different people. And so I will intentionally go do that. I may go, you know, I see a bunch of people standing around talking. I will go put myself into that situation where I'm like, I, really, I mean, it's people I know. And I'm just like, no, nah, I don't really feel like talking to anybody. They're like, no, nah, you should go over there and, and act like you like them. Um, because I do. I just don't want to talk. But I'll go stay in there and stare at my phone in the group so at least it looks like I'm participating, you know. But don't, don't, don't allow your personality, whatever you discover yourself to be, your personality, you know, your Myers-Briggs or your Enneagram or any of that stuff, don't allow that to become a crutch for all your bad behavior because it's not. Yeah. Well, I'd say don't allow it to define you because uh, it doesn't. You no. know, these, are, these are great tools <clears throat> that we, we can use um, to, to help understand who we are, how we operate, how we need to grow. Um, but, but that's what they are. They're, they're tools. Um, and use them as such. Um, I see so many people that fall into the unhealthiness, especially this new generation with the Enneagram, which is one of the other reasons it pisses me off to no end. Um, well, I'm just this way because I'm a nine. No, maybe you're just a lazy dirtbag. I don't yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, just or whatever. <laughs> so um, don't don't do that. It's it's a tool for understanding. You know, I encourage you to to invest time and in, in looking into all of these and, and having that understanding um, um, because it, it can be very revealing. Um, but but ultimately, you know, we're defined um, by by what God says about us. Um, by you know the cross and what Jesus has done for us, and you know our our uh, identity does not come from any of these tests. It, it comes from 
you know, from God, <laughs> directly from God. Um, that's who you are. Um, these are just uh, great windows to peer through yeah. and, and take a peek and, and just kind of get a better understanding as you move forward. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like knowing um, reading your instruction manual, you know, yeah. knowing what your what what this piece of equipment is is capable of. Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean that's what it has to be used for. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so so definitely check those out. I'll say it one more time because uh, we should put them in the show notes. But in case they don't make it, yeah. six, sixteen the number sixteen personalities dot com disc. So just do disc test. You can Google that. You'll find that Enneagram, same thing. That's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M-S, Enneagrams, tests, whatever. If you don't find that one, that's okay. And then <laughs> understandmyself.com. Those are the ones we were talking about. Oh, and then the five love languages. Yeah, five love languages. The app was Love Nudge. Yep. So, but, cool. uh, man, hopefully this was insightful um, and uh, just you know, brought a little bit of uh, information, some homework for you, right? Go invest. Uh, so you and your spouse, um, there's even some great resources for, um, you know, your children and uh, things like this as well. Yeah. Um, and they so, kid versions. Yeah, they do. Um, gives you a great insight to how to navigate your, yeah. your, your parenting aspects and maybe where you're running. There's some roadblocks on that. Um, but we're just grateful you guys just uh, were here with us today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, be sure to check us out, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, all of those places. Uh, like, subscribe, um, leave reviews, help us to grow just our platform and our reach here. Um, but uh, we love you guys. Uh, we'll catch you right back here next week. <laughs>